Hey everybody, what's going on? Colin and Tim here bringing you another episode of Stand Up and Marvel. Today we are talking about She-Hulk episode 7. So we are mm-hmm. officially in the second half of the first season now. Yeah. So um, what do you I think, mean, Tim? Uh, I enjoyed, I actually really enjoyed this episode. Um, a lot of a lot of new faces. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I really enjoyed about it. A lot of new faces. Because most recently we haven't been getting a lot of new faces. Uh, we, except I think episode one, when we first saw the first episode or episode two, really. Um the first two episodes we saw a lot saw a lot of new faces and stuff like that um but that was just for like not the, really I mean, well that well, was just for so like the main like faces, series but we didn't but actually not get like, anybody's like names right like, right there and were only we, like two or three named characters in the first episode and right like one we, or two extra in the second one we got so, yeah. new faces yeah. as far as like new characters introduced to the mcu but like nothing really major like what we got in this episode Mm-hmm. I mean, we got a bunch of new new guys coming into the MCU, um, and I really enjoyed it. And I I really enjoyed seeing Emil again. <laughs> oh yeah, me too for sure. Um, but yeah, I I haven't heard of any of these guys. So we got Porcupine, El Aguila, um, El Aguila, yeah, El Aguila, Saracen, uh, Manbull, and then. Man- the guy Mandel that like I know attacked about. her in the alley, which I guess his name is uh like if you look at the subtitles, they call him Wrecker. Oh uh, right. Because he's part of the being... wrecking crew. Right. I don't know if that's being, so he's that Wrecker, he's he's the leader being... of the wrecking crew. <laughs> he is the leader, so it would make sense. Yeah. But yeah, that's what they call him in the subtitles. Yeah. I didn't think to look at um the credits, but <laughs> they call no, him Wrecker fair. in the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we got a bunch of new guys. It was a really funny episode. It was a really funny episode. Um, I really enjoyed how they um, how they really played off of each other. Like everybody was easily playing off of each other, just going back and forth. I thought the banter between everybody was just hilarious. Like it really was this episode really wasn't about Jen <laughs> more more than it was just like, getting you familiar with these new people and mm-hmm. uh and everything and you know and seeing what Emil's been up to this whole time right so so i have some theories about this episode i know you do yeah. too so let's go into that sure um so there was a very subtle thing that happened uh, i think i wrote the time stamp down here uh, well anyway I think I did somewhere. Um, so there's a, a conversation between Emil and his um uh what do they call it, the parole officer? Yeah. Um so there was a conversation between them. Oh, I did write down so at 913. Um Emil <laughs> Emil says something and he gives a parole officer uh a look that to me was an implied threat. But it was an like implied really... threat. Mm-hmm. but it was really subtle so um he said like they were having a conversation about like why his uh um his ankle monitor was malfunctioning mm-hmm. and he said like come to think of it i did get a jolt from an electric fence earlier but it was worth it because my favorite chicken like right when he said chicken he gave a look to his parole officer and there was a long pause 
And then he continued, Princess Silkfeather was stuck. Mm. But there was a long pause there, and then it panned over to the parole officer who kind of like reacted a little bit. It was kind of subtle, and I missed it the first time. But he does, <laughs> yeah. So there's a look there, an implied and he threat. Looked, so yeah, he looked directly at him. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think uh, Emil is maybe not quite so uh, satisfied with reformed. it. I don't think it's quite as reformed as we were led to believe. So I think he's uh well okay we already know he's going to be on the Thunderbolts roster right mm -hmm. so he's obviously going to lose the ankle monitor at some point right so maybe it'll be um Vanessa that like somehow is able to use her connections to get it off of him and let him join the Thunderbolts roster or I don't know I don't know what it is but somehow he's going to lose it it just seems like it, he's. He's doing something behind the scenes. It's not um it's not as like innocent, nice and innocent as he's trying to make it seem. So there is mm. there's an implied threat there. There's something secret going on. I don't know what. Is he part of intelligentsia? Um, is he already on the Thunderbolts roster secretly and just hasn't like come out about it yet? I don't know. And also they called them like a gang at the end. Like he, he and yeah, all he, the yeah. guys there, and he was trying to make it seem like, oh, we're not actually really a gang, but I think maybe they are. Like maybe this is actually like his uh his little group that he's got, and then eventually he'll be upgraded to Thunderbolts or something. I don't know, mm. but I don't know. There's definitely something going on there. I don't know what, <laughs> but there was right. definitely an implied threat if you uh if you watch there at nine thirteen. Yeah, like I he did. gave his parole officer a look, and then after he was done with that, he turned to give a big smile to Jen to make it look like he was nice and innocent. So anyway, <laughs> watch it if you don't believe me, but it's there. No, I just did. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, he does. But he yeah, looks directly he like emphasizes chicken because he's yeah. calling the parole officer a chicken. <laughs> he's like, and then I saw my favorite chicken, princess, silk feather, silk feather was stuck and, she, and then jen's like favorite chicken he's like yeah because <laughs> yeah, they're a big smile yeah it gives her a big <laughs> smile and then we see princess silk further later on but um i love when they're uh outside and they're they're on their way in um <laughs> jen and the parole officer and he's like uh maybe you should get big it's like yeah, i don't oh, know yeah. what you call it put on your green suit jolly green yourself that's my yeah. favorite <laughs> yeah i thought, <laughs> jolly I thought that green was pretty funny yourself. Jolly Green yourself, and she's like, it's called hulking out. He's like, oh, okay, well, you, you might want to do that. I like where she just starts honking on the horn. She's like, Emil! And he's like, he's like, what are you doing? But yeah, after what I was just talking about, it kind of makes sense now why he, why he was uh, why he was so scared. This must be like not the first time that Emil has threatened him. I have a feeling like you know? him and um, him and Emil have probably some kind of history. Maybe. Um, like I don't know, even though I he's feel like, like his the court wouldn't have assigned him though if they had history. No, maybe I mean it's like well, a secret history or something. I don't know. Maybe like maybe there was something when he got captured and he was like around or something that they just did not have a good interaction, or maybe he visited him in the cell uh, before he was released and everything, going over like the parole maybe. stuff and like that. I mean, he must have rubbed him the wrong way for him to be like, you know what, I just don't take you seriously anymore mm -hmm. now that i'm out and everything and i also think you know uh when it comes to the thunderbolts i don't think he's on there yet 
yeah. I think he kind of he's in right. his retreat and he's kind of with the inhibitor like he's trying I think he's trying but he's also I mean like it's like being under house arrest like and you're not being able and for the way that Emil is now like he says you know I can become the abomination I just choose not to it's like then why then why I need the inhibitor really I mean I get it they want to make sure that he doesn't change back and if he does they're they're alerted right away when he does right um but I feel like that's gonna come like towards the season finale I think towards the season finale I think Thunderbolts are gonna probably approach him and tell him aren't you tired of being like hooked up like a prisoner even though you're free he's like and, you know, they offer him to join their team where he can actually become Abomination and not have to worry about them coming down on him because now he's got a whole team behind him with the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, you, when you're on that team, I think he'll have the confidence to be like, I don't care what you guys say. I'm going to be who I am and be the Abomination. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a matter of having a team backing. I think it's just uh, Vanessa. Cause I mean, um, yeah. Because she's got government backing, right? Yeah. I, I don't know her exact connections to the government, but there's some sort of government affiliation there. Yeah. <clears throat> I um, mean, and he is, um, I'm really, su- uh, what I'm really surprised is, is how he, why he's still kind of in the U.S. to be, because he's not a U.S. citizen. Well, Banner is. I know, right? Better. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe he should have been extradited, but because because in the beginning he was like, oh, when he was telling talking to Jenny, he's like, no, I'm a, I'm a, um, what he's a UK, he's a UK soldier on loan to the U.S. government. Yeah, (laughs) so he should have been extradited. Yeah, I mean, but who knows? Uh, Maybe they were Um, just too scared to transport him. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they were just like, well, I mean, I mean, he did also say that he had just. They had decided to buy a plot of land with his seven soulmates. So I guess they had already predetermined where he was going to be set up. Speaking of them, what happened to them? I don't know. I was actually <laughs> expecting to see them in this going episode. On yeah. I was I maybe, too. maybe they're like his secret agents and he sends them off to do things. Maybe they're scrolls. Maybe. And they've all like uh, changed into those those other characters. Um, you know, the Mamble and... Uh, saracen and all them that could be i mean mamble that would be pretty easy for a scroll to replicate Mm -hmm. super strength not so much but um i mean he does have super strength right it seemed like it not like i mean he's got the strength of a bull (laughs) right so i mean that would be hard for a scroll to replicate so maybe not but the look would be easy well look would be easy yeah it take it takes some skill as uh as um what's his face claimed the like the leader from, uh, uh, from right. Captain Captain Marvel I forget his name, um, <clears throat> but yeah I mean they could easily transform to those other guys because that one guy had like a magic sword, but you know seems like anybody could probably do that. Oh, Elagia. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he actually can he can manipulate for it. He can actually uh because the electricity. Called it out. He was like no like. Uh, blood electrolytes or something. I don't, I don't remember what the yeah the he term can was. he can manifest uh, electricity. Um, he's actually in the comic books as a person that goes up against Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and they call him Power Man. Um, oh, okay. But so, so when he takes out his sword, he manifests 
the uh, electricity into the blade, which is why it looked that way. Okay. Yeah. So he's actually considered a mutant in the comic books. So oh, another mutant. I know. I think he would be aside from Wolverine now uh, for Deadpool three. He would be the fourth one because I think they've uh, they said Miss Marvel in this in that series hinting at that she was a mutant. I believe Namor is has a is a mutant as well. He's got a mutagenic gene, which is why he is what he is, which is why he doesn't turn blue when out of water because of a mutagenic gene that he has. Okay. Wolverine, and then now uh, Elagia would be number three. Huh. Okay. Well, I guess I guess five, if you count Deadpool as well, because he has a mutant. Well, Deadpool has a mutagenic genes. But Xavier. But he wasn't born with them, was he? Wade never wasn't no. born with well, not not in the MCU. Yeah, so yeah, so I don't know how they. Well, gonna... I mean, <laughs> he like had the gene. They just had to like draw it out of him. Um, they had to like force the mutation because like the gene was there. He just hadn't mutated yet. Right. Force it out of him. Yeah. So he was born with it. At least okay. that's, that's what it seemed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Either way, there, it it looks like they're going to be putting a lot more mutants into the MCU, mm-hmm. which is which is a good thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, if, I mean, if that uh, shoe closet was uh, hinting at what's to come, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gonna be a lot of them coming. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so there's a shot at eleven fifty six. Okay. Uh, it was just like looking down above the compound. Um, yeah, it looks like some kind of symbol to me. I couldn't figure out like what team symbol or whatever that was. I tried looking at like Intelligentsia and Thunderbolts, and I, I couldn't couldn't figure out if that was a symbol or if it was just yeah, with the pond nothing. and everything. Yeah, yeah, I looked at it and I was like, that is a very specific looking shape. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, yeah, I tried. I tried finding I tried finding out of research for you know a good 15 minutes just looking all over, couldn't find anything. Mm, um, yeah. but yeah, if anybody knows what that symbol is, uh just leave it in the comments, let us know. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's very interesting though. I mean it's almost I like an hourglass. Like I, I initially thought that maybe it was like Black Widow, but it's not quite the same. Right. Yeah. Kind of similar. Yeah, if anybody knows, let us know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, lots of uh, you were talking about it before, just like the back and forth between all the characters. There's just a lot of great moments in this episode. The fight between um, Elag, sorry, how do you pronounce it? Elagia. Elagia. Um, Elagia and uh, Manbull. The fight between them, and then that little joke by Manbull. I'm a man bull, not a mechanical bull. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one. It. I they, love they that were one all because like, they were all on all him about their eyes. The, They were all on him. So about they're like, how long have you been waiting to use that one? He's like, yeah, that forced. seemed forced. And then Jen was like, yeah, that seemed a little bit forced. And he's like, oh man, you too. <laughs> it didn't yeah. seem forced to me. I liked it, man bull. Yeah, I liked it too. <laughs> I was like, so. And then they were like, oh, the tow truck is going to take a while to get here. I was like, wait, they didn't <laughs> roll into the garage? <laughs> like, I thought that, I thought it was just like 
joking about not being a mechanical <laughs> no, board. I mean, like, they no, made they fun were, of him, so I guess I mean, he was a little I, too offended to do yeah, it. Yeah, I guess he's just like, well, screw that. I'm just going to not roll this car down the road, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, so they had their therapy session after, you know, Jen got her tour and whatever. She was looking all over for a signal, which is a pretty funny little sequence. I thought and that was sure hilarious. A lot of people can relate to that. I was actually quite surprised at how big the property was when she's walking all over the place. Like she went out and all of a sudden she's like out like, you know, like a farmland, a farmland ranch type of thing going on there with livestock. And I'm just like, how big is this place? It's pretty massive. I know. (laughs) Yeah, it does seem pretty massive. And and then she finally finds the one spot, which is inside where yeah, they're having their that therapy felt session intentional like not just by the writers but like that felt like it was by design mm-hmm. so like that in combination with whatever you know emil is doing secretly i feel like this entire thing was a setup to get she hulk there mm. um i have one theory kind of weak theory about why they might have wanted to do it i think there's something else going on that we haven't been given enough evidence about yet but um you know i feel like he's part of intelligentsia because mm-hmm. you know they're all about you know plotting and just like doing things kind of secretly in the background to to manipulate you know a lot like Kang, right? So I think um, I think intelligence is behind the whole like setup with Emil, and um, so first with the little like look that he gave uh, the parole officer, and then the fact that she had to like go into that room with them. Mm-hmm. coincidentally like that was just a little too much of coincidence that felt like it was planned um so i i think there's something going on my guess uh the most obvious thing of like what they managed to accomplish there um was getting jen to delete josh's number from her phone right right because if they're intelligentsia we know he's intelligentsia so that might have been them like covering their tracks it was, right. it was a little like kind of like maybe unnecessary because they could have just had josh do it right but uh maybe josh realized too late that he had like forgotten and he couldn't like go back because she would probably kill him um right but i don't know like i said it's kind of a weak prediction of like why uh they might have set the whole thing up but i don't i had another also probably even weaker prediction at the end of the episode when she um when she's hurting for a yurt and she goes, and she goes in the yurt <laughs> uh, to do her little, uh, you know, sweat it out thing type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my prediction is that there might have been some chemicals in the air that are like going to inhibit her ability to transform or something. Because ever since she left the yurt, I mean, that was right at the end of the episode, but we haven't seen her transform since then. So I, I mean, wonder if next episode we're going to figure out that she has some difficulties transforming and it's because of the yurt mm. so like i said it's kind of a weak prediction it's kind of out there but well i mean i don't i don't see like it did, as a, while she was there. a far-fetched idea i mean wrecker is part of the wrecking crew who works for intelligentsia <laughs> yeah we know there's one intelligentsia person there i have a feeling like another one i feel like maybe um hulking uh sent wrecker there to approach Emil and tell him exactly what they're up to and give him an option to either join them or or not. And then Wrecker pretty much spent that entire time like setting up everything 
<clears throat> to maybe him and for one. I mean, yeah. And if because, you go back and watch that scene when she deleted Josh's number, he was the one who initiated that suggestion. Like well, he didn't yeah. say delete Josh's number. He said something that implied it, and then one of the other guys finished the thought and said, "Yeah, he needs <laughs> delete Josh's number." Somebody else said that. Yeah, so, and then there was also like there was also they come up to the yurt and Emil suggests that she goes in, but she's like, "Oh no, I'm not. I'm not here for that." And then later, <clears throat> later on, Record comes into the meeting and he's like, "Man, I just lost track of time because I was in the yurt and everything." He's I was like, "Hurting for a yurt." Yeah, he's, and then he's just like, he's just building up the the effects of the yurt and everything, and so mm -hmm. like planting that subliminal message inside of her head. You know, you need to go into the yurt. <laughs> uh, yep, yep, yep. So it's like it's all like subtle little things, like, yeah. and I think. I think they know it's going to work because of what state her mind is in because after what Josh did to her she's very vulnerable right now. Yep. So she can be manipulated very easily exactly. as Jen and everything. So I think they are up to some kind of thing there cuz Wrecker being there is not just coincidental like like why no is he the only one there? Why is his friends not there? It seems like his friends were more scared of her than than he was. Mhm. Mm and he was just like, man, that just did not work out at all. And everyone else is like, what is going on? We didn't sign up for this. <clears throat> yeah. And, and again, I, he doesn't have any. There's something going on. And Everybody's, he, it's like he doesn't have any something. abilities either. He just had a magical crowbar <laughs> as he had said. Right. He's like, I didn't need a magical crowbar to identify who I was. He's just like, okay, Wrecker. <laughs> All of it. I know, right? You're, you're just as bad as Joss's. I love that sign in the background when uh, during the therapy session that says Obama stay. I know. I thought I saw that too, and I was just like, I was oh. like, oh man. And he took, did you see the the chicken tip jar thing? No, I missed that. So when uh, when she was starting to get go Hulk out on record, Emil goes, "You need to, you need to go sit in the chair." Mm -hmm. And right next to the chair in the corner, there's a statue of Buddha, and there's a jar full of money that says chicken jar okay and i was just like what is that <laughs> why is there a jar full of money that says chicken jar interesting i know i, I, I was yeah, like i i don't know if it's I like what that's about i don't know <laughs> maybe funny. uh each time they do something in therapy um well i mean he called the parole officer a chicken right right like we talked about that before so is being a chicken like you know just exactly what it sounds like just being a coward in some way like is there some kind of like training that's going on there i don't with know abomination? i feel like, like it's if like you if you're scared and back out you have to like put money in the i know jar. it's like it's like his different version of a swear jar it's just like if you, <laughs> right maybe if you call somebody a chicken for not opening up in the session you put a dollar in <laughs> That's the nice way to think about it. Yeah, or something like that. It's just like, or you know, but I did think it was funny because I was like, chicken jar. I was like, what does he do with that money though? Does he buy more chickens? Like, <laughs> is that the point of that jar? <laughs> Who knows? I know, right? And uh, but it was really funny. It was really yeah, funny. I, I like really... that everybody, just everybody, just wants to kill Josh. Like, yeah, let's go murder him. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody. <laughs> And that's another way to manipulate her so that she doesn't suspect them to be, right. you know, once she finds out that, if she finds out that Josh is part of Intelligentsia, 
like she won't suspect everybody else at the retreat that they're part of intelligentsia too because they're like oh yeah they said let's kill josh yeah so and this is like you know the way they're behaving they're being so cool to her so nice it's like the Mm -hmm. same thing that happened with josh he was Mm -hmm. like so perfect so cool um I know. Again, he was again breaking down her barrier, her her defenses, and making right. her real vulnerable. That's, yeah. And that was Messed like up. that was literally represented represented in the episode because she was She Hulk, and they were dra- breaking her down, breaking her down, breaking her down, and then she finally reversed back to Jen. Right. Yep. And I was just like, man, she's just letting her defenses down all over the place. Like she's definitely gonna see some trouble coming ahead. Yep. I love that line from Saracen. I bet Jen is pretty darn great and tasty. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, else. Else. I went off the rails. Yeah. He's like, Let's talk about something else. I love when he so also good. talks about, oh, or he could be after your blood. And then they're like, <laughs> he's like, why does it always come back to blood with you? It's like, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, you, you talk about blood just like your dad. He's like, don't talk about my dad. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I didn't like, look it up. I don't know who his dad is. I should have looked that up, but I definitely feel a blade connection here. There, I, I think there is some type of uh, blade connection between him and um, and Blade. I can't remember where I read it. I did read something where it was like introducing who they are. Yeah, and it was something about him and. There was some type of connection with Blade, uh, but I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, I found a random article here, just the uh, subtitle claiming that uh, he might have been Blade's son. Which yeah. Which is honestly kind of what I was thinking, because they do have kind of similar features. So, so apparently, <laughs> Saracen made his first comic book appearance in a Blade comic. So, yeah, so he's not Blade's son in the comics, but yeah, it's not really clear who he is exactly, but there's definitely some kind of relation to Blade there. Yeah, there is. So, yeah, we'll have to see what that's all about. I'm excited. Because Um, it would be, because they're like saying, uh, that is phase. Five. November third next year. Okay. Yeah. It's Thirteen months. Yep. Thirteen okay. months. So we only have to wait a little bit. I mean, I- I'm glad it's at least a year that we have to wait because, man, I I was complaining about how they're just cramming way too much stuff in now. Mm-hmm. I'm sad I have to wait a year, but at the same time, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's just like, you know. uh, Deadpool's expected to release 2024 i'm like man i'm so sad that i have to wait till that long to see deadpool 3 Mm -hmm. but you know what i'm also really excited that (laughs) they're Um, they're putting it out in 2024 so they can really do things right and do it right yeah Yeah. which is i mean it's fair the first two deadpool movies were great i like the first one better personally but yeah i did i did like the first one better but um but I also like the fact that, you know, Ryan Reynolds in, uh, is doing uh, marketing for Deadpool 3. And like his oh, first yeah, marketing was, just, was just like, it's like, I got nothing right now. He's just like, we did, <laughs> no. we weren't at D23. 
I don't have anything. He's like, we came up with well, one hold, idea. Hold on, hold on. Before you say anything, uh, spoiler warning. Uh, I was going to say the same thing, but I want to give a spoiler warning ahead of time because this is about the plot of Deadpool 3. I don't know if it's real or not. It seems real. So there's your spoiler warning. Fast forward a minute or two if you don't want to hear it. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he's on screen. He's just talking about how he was like going really exploring himself to uh for this new deadpool 3 film and everything like that and he's like he's like i really had to get in touch with my inner self and everything really get back to the core he's like and i came up with nothing he's like but we not a a thing (laughs) not a thing going on up here he's like but we did come up with one idea and then hugh's just walking in the background eating an apple he's like hey hugh how would you like to be wolverine (laughs) again he's like one more time he's walking upstairs like yeah sure ryan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's it yeah don't that's it that's head. just it don't even yeah, yeah you, you just walked right upstairs and you're like yeah sure right walking past in the background yeah and then was, then um what is that um i will always love you in the background but yeah then, so potential uh potential yeah i mean i mean if it wasn't crossover. a tease if it wasn't if it was just a tease i don't think they would have done like the deadpool logo with wolverine's claw slashing through it that's yeah. that's going I mean, really like, into it's it. It's so perfect. Yeah, I the mean, three it's just claws, so, the three claws. It's, it's almost like they've been planning this for years. I mean, it they've has been, been joking about Wolverine in it's every been Deadpool a, movie. I know they've been joking about it in every Deadpool movie. Um, and there was a lot when after Logan came out, uh, and he decided to hang up his claws and everything, like there were rumors in the background of people like talking about oh it'd be great to see him pick up the claws once again just to do a deadpool movie just to do a deadpool movie it's like not to do another wolverine logan movie they just want to see him and and ryan reynolds in a, in a deadpool movie what if and, it is in the future though like ryan just goes to um goes uh, to the Logan's grave and he like pours some of his blood in and it like fuses with wolverines and it's able to it's able to heal him like jump starting a car like yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey logan yeah i jump started you so uh you're back (laughs) or Uh, in uh style like what if he goes to wolverine's grave and he's like you know what you're not the only one that gets to kill yourself and then he kills himself right on top of wolverine and then that <laughs> blood leaks in and causes like a true Romeo and, and Juliet. Course, yeah, and then there. he comes back too, and they just both come back, and then they have an adventure together. Uh, that'd be really <laughs> funny. I mean, I would really like to see that, but they did say in that uh, in the second video, yeah, that they posted, I know the, that the they, timing. That is they they were like, separate. yeah, how does how is Wolverine alive because he's dead and looking? It's like, and we're not even gonna touch that. <laughs> we're leaving that as is. Yeah. And then they're like, what goes on in our movie is, and then all of a sudden it just just music over oh, yeah, yeah. like they're it's just them like explaining the in- stuff yeah like, they're Wolverine animating like, the entire him. he's like he stabs <laughs> him in the head and then he he falls down and he's like stabbing him in the back and then he pops back up and he's just like and it's just like you see them get so animated but it's just uh i think it's wake me up before you go go playing in the back yeah 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 i think so oh and anyway let's hilarious. move on from that i gave a spoiler warning like five minutes ago so uh, more like <laughs> i'll uh i'll try to throw like we'll try to throw a timestamp. so some people can uh avoid it um but yeah if you if you don't care about the uh spoiler and you want to see it those videos are out there they're pretty funny they are out there. definitely check them out um all right so back to she-hulk back to she-hulk 
Um, well, actually, while we're off She-Hulk, I have one other random thing <laughs> not related to She-Hulk at all. Uh, not a spoiler either, just something amusing. Um, guess what is on uh, available for free on Prime Video right now? What? Morbius. Oh. <laughs> it's never going away. Well, there goes our <laughs> rating for this episode. <laughs> Morbius. Oh, Morbius. But yeah, don't don't watch it, please. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh that view count. That view count is gonna help Sony out. <laughs> I don't know exactly how their deals work, but I imagine they make money based on the number of views mm-hmm. that their uh, that their video gets within the streaming service. So please don't give Sony money <laughs> money. This uh, right. the Sony villainverse needs to die, or at least become the D- Disney villainverse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll fix it with um. Who's next? Like I can picture his face. I just can't remember what his name is. Um, the like hunter. I can't remember his name. He's got like a lion skin. Oh, oh. starts with a K. Craven, 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 Craven the hunter, <laughs> Craven the hunter. Yes. Yeah. Man. All right. Anyway, I got there in the end. <laughs> so yeah, maybe they'll redeem it with Craven, but I am not optimistic, just given how Venom, the both the Venom movies, and Morbius. The fact that they're stealing one of our better Spider-Man villains, just like all signs point point to disappointment. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah. please don't watch it. <laughs> if you want to know what the movie is about, listen to our episode on it. Um, yeah, it's uh Yeah, we, we literally talked about everything that happened in the movie. It's a long episode, I apologize, but the intent was to uh, get people to listen to that episode instead of watching the movie so we don't mm-hmm. give Sony money. So we do not want them to keep making movies. Very well, true. They can make Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movies. That's fine. <laughs> but this villain-verse needs to stop. Yep. All right. Anyway, rant over. Back to She-Hulk. Back to She-Hulk. All right. Um... So yeah, I love when uh, Jen revealed herself, and then she was like, you know, it feels really good to just let go. I don't know mm. exactly what she said, and then she like gave Porcupine a look. Oh <laughs> man, poor Porcupine! And he took his mask off, and everybody's like, "Oh, it smells oh, like a fart." So yeah, it's just like he's like, you know what? You should probably dry clean that suit before you before the next session or something like that it's just like <laughs> just, just leave it on until you get it dry cleaned all right yeah yeah just just leave, leave it on until you get it dry cleaned and yeah, there's just, a little oh my um, god there's a little comic at the end showing him getting it dry i know yeah i, was gonna, I didn't know i was gonna address that and be like hey it was like oh but he's still wearing the mask <laughs> yeah i know he can't yeah, he can't like, be completely without i mean baby steps you know baby, baby steps. steps yeah i guess it's like it's either you take off the mask and leave the suit on or leave the mask on and take the suit off as baby steps. Very funny though. And um, well, yeah, that's just about everything I had. There, well, one more thing. We kind of talked about it briefly in the beginning, but um at the end, after after the yurt, mm-hmm. um, we find out that Josh was secretly intelligentsia all the time. I called mm-hmm. it last episode. Yep, we called Predicted it. it. Uh, too perfect. 
dude was uh dude was uh manipulating Jen, getting her to let her defenses down, and then swooped in and got her blood. Yeah, and we, we don't know how he got her blood. I don't want to no, nope, go into don't it even because know. it's um it's honestly going to be kind of adult thing. <laughs> we talk about it too much. So. Yeah, don't want to go into detail about this, blood. but he did. He got it. Yeah, because like it doesn't make sense that he would get it with the needle because we saw the needle in episode six and it was massive. So if it he was tried a massive poke, needle, if he tried to poke Jen with that, she would have woken up immediately. Yeah, unless and actually, Tim and I were talking about this before the episode. Unless the needle works similar to mosquitoes or ticks, right? Yeah, where it numbs <laughs> where, you. Like... Yeah, where they actually numb the area as the needle is going in. So you don't even feel it go in. Right. Um, yeah, apparently ticks and mosquitoes do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so you don't even notice until they've already been there for a little while. But yeah, so could be something like that. I mean, intelligentsia is behind it. So I wouldn't put it past them. To, yeah, I you know, wouldn't be, be able I mean, to. At this point, I happen. mean, yeah, at this point, I'm pretty sure. And I mean, it was like a time lapse thing where it was like one date after the next date after the next date. So he's mm -hmm. gathering intelligence about her throughout each date. And I'm pretty sure he's reporting back the whole king being like, all right, so she's starting to trust me. But how do I get this needle? <laughs> you know, right. how do I get this uh, this needle in her without getting her to revert back? Because I'm pretty sure on like the date, she's like talk, probably revealing a bunch of stuff about herself, like how it mm -hmm. works and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. We don't get to see all that stuff, but you know, as dates go, I mean, like he's very interested in interested in Jen as a person. But I'm pretty sure, as you know, she was at the wedding, like talking about, oh, you know, she Hulk this, she Hulk that, you know, all this. Yeah, stuff. it was just like so suspicious because I can understand being interested in Jen, mm -hmm. but she Hulk never coming up, like that's really suspicious. <laughs> I'm right sorry. and it's, then it's a really it's, interesting thing about her and you're just and then, never yeah. going to talk about it yeah and then during the dates i suspect that she's like oh if you're not going to bring it up i'm going to bring it up you know it's because it's part of who i am so because like she's kind of embraced she hulk at this point she's right. like well you know this is who she hulk is this is what happens like this is what my entire story you know because she she likes the guy she wants to she wants him to know everything about her i'm sure so he takes that information funnels it to Hulk King and um and then they devise a way to get the blood without waking her up yeah or however um however yeah who do you think Hulk King is uh, I think it's leader I don't actually know okay uh you know who I think it is hold on let me get his name I think it's Todd the Todd. guy that she went on the date with who call, kept calling her a specimen. I think he's part of Intelligentsia <laughs> as well. I think he's part of Intelligentsia and he's well, working in that specimen. Yeah, the remember? One that was like really interested in her powers. Yeah, the one that was like, and then she <laughs> met him at the at the firm later on. She's like, oh my God, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's so, really funny. he's so obsessed with her. I wouldn't be surprised if he secretly works for Intelligentsia as well. Maybe um, I I'm sticking with leader, but that's a really interesting theory. Well, I think leader's pulling the strings and everything, but I think like Todd is probably like some kind of like scientist, like. But you were saying Hulk King, Hulk King, you think is? Yeah, Hulk Todd. King, who's like Todd, who's like report, reporting okay. to her. So leader is still. I think leader is still there, still there but King. I think I think leader's directing Hulking 
with the plan and everything and he's carrying out basically leaders orders and everything interesting but like it just it just seemed very odd that he's just like he's so fascinated with jen and he the when when he called her a specimen it just seemed like he's like really interested in getting her abilities and stuff i mean (laughs) he's the only one that was like very obsessed with her as like a a quote-unquote specimen if I was there, I'd be doing the same. I wouldn't call her a specimen, but I would be super <laughs> interested in her superpowers. I mean, I mean that's fair. I, I'm doing this podcast because I love superheroes. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. That is very fair. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, now that they got her blood, apparently, uh, according to I believe the comic books, um, Intelligentsia is responsible for creating creating Red Hulk. Hmm. So, I have a feeling like uh, yeah, we haven't gotten it yet. No, we haven't gotten Red Hulk. What is Red Hulk's name in the comics? I think he's just Todd. Red Hulk. Todd. <laughs> I could be really I'd be really surprised if Todd like created himself to to become Red Hulk. I mean um, I I was gonna predict that uh the uh, uh the blood is gonna be used to create leader. Right, because he he's not actually created until there's like some some kind of lab experiment that uh, gives his like super intelligence or whatever. Right. <clears throat> now, yeah, it could be. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it could be that yeah, leader is gonna use it to to turn himself into his actual leader form with the heightened intelligence and everything. But um, but I know that intelligentsia is definitely responsible for Red Hulk. Okay, I mean, yeah, that would make a lot of sense, especially with uh, again, all these hints that we've been getting about Planet Hulk. Um, yeah, like Planet Hulk. Oh my God! Like we got Bruce, we got She Hulk, we got Son of Hulk, um, and then Red Hulk. I mean four hulks all together and abomination too so you know you got five all together so i don't know if this was the case in all the comics but at least one of the comics uh red hulk's identity was revealed as thunderbolt ross mm. which he is in the mcu so yeah okay so yeah we'll have to see what happens well, i'm excited um all right, you got anything else you want to talk about for this episode? No, that's all I got. I'm no really excited. <laughs> uh, I am. I mean, I have a feeling like I have. I kind of changing my my theory a little bit as to how the ending of this series is going to go. Uh, I have a feeling like we're going to see some type of version of Hulk created by intelligentsia sure and um and bruce is gonna come back um so it's gonna be like red hulk and probably abomination team up against hulk against she hulk and hulk but also son of hulk will probably chime in there too yeah maybe and then you got like this oh right like i have a feeling like i have a feeling like it's gonna be like red hulk and abomination teaming up against jen as she hulk 
and she's gonna probably be like overpowered or something like she's gonna be outmatched and then all of a sudden bruce shows up to help her and maybe scar's gonna show up and then bruce will be like tailing behind she'll she'll be really confused at first right yeah like his son shows up and starts helping her out in the fight and everything she's like grandmaster shows up <laughs> i would i would love it if grandmaster showed up at the very end and maybe like just get off the ship he's like what's going on here it's just <laughs> he's like look look at all my champions now <laughs> oh, oh man but yeah i have a feeling like it's gonna come down to a battle between um jen abomination probably red hulk or whatever version of hulk that intelligentsia creates and we're gonna get Bruce back, and we're gonna get um Scar. Scar. And the record I have a, crew. I have a fe- yeah, I have, I have a feeling like <laughs> like everyone's gonna make an appearance in the final episode. Like, oh, what if it's gonna be the Wrecking Crew versus the uh, um, the therapy session group? Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> At the same time, I have a feeling like the therapy session group, other than Wrecker, like. I have a feeling like Porcupine, uh, Sarsen, El, um, Elangia, and Mambo. I have a feeling like they're those guys aren't part of Intelligentsia. Yeah. I feel like they're gonna join up with Jen right. and be I like, see that. they're gonna be like, yeah, be they're like, hey, stop, stop, uh, bullying our friend here, and they're just gonna be like, show up and start. And you know who's gonna say that line? Mambo. I know Mambo. <laughs> he's like, he's like, one thing I don't like are bullies. <laughs> Like, man, he's like just been he's planning like, that how, you? how, how long, long have you been waiting that? to say these lines <laughs> and i can see her being like uh i can see jen like in she hulk from going that was a good one <laughs> not forced at all <laughs> like yeah. have his moment yeah i have yeah. a feeling like it's gonna be and i have a feeling like uh matt murdoch's gonna come into play some with well, this too. we know he's coming we so, know he's yeah, coming. Yeah. Man, episode seven, we still haven't seen him yet. So there's only three more episodes. And we well, the thing is, him. like, Manbull is actually a a character that goes up against uh, Daredevil a lot in the comics. Oh, you know what? I feel like Matt Murdock is going to be the one that's going to be, like, the key to figure out figuring out what's going on. Because we were talking about in this episode, a lot of people are just, like, lying and hiding things. But they can't right. hide from Matt Murdock. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I have a feeling like, yeah, I have a feeling like he's going to be playing a key part to this whole um, figuring out who Intelligentsia is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have he a feel- was there when uh, when Jen met Josh. I know, right? Everybody too got bad. his blood. Too bad, too bad uh, Matt Murdock wasn't Jen's plus one. <laughs> yeah. That mm. would have been pretty great. Right? But yeah. Really good lawyer. He is a very good lawyer. I have a feeling like we're gonna see Matt Murdock show up show up as Daredevil first, and they're gonna have probably some little fight between the two of them, and then they realize that they're both on the same team, <laughs> and then um, or he uses her as like bait or something to draw out Intelligentsia. Maybe he's already trying to figure out who they are, and he's learned that they've targeted her, so now he shows up. So who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, but we only have a few episodes left now. So, yep, yeah, they got three episodes left to wrap it up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's good. You know, I feel like they've done a good job pacing this. Yeah, they have revealing a little bit at a time, and uh, 
Yeah, three episodes. They've got enough time to wrap it up. They still haven't, like, you know, they didn't really wrap anything up this episode. Although, they kind of did, because they revealed Josh as an yeah. They revealed Josh as a sort <clears throat> of intelligence, yeah. Um, yeah. So now we don't have to wonder. Yeah, we don't have to wonder. I mean, there's still some things to come as who is hulking and, and all that stuff, but... Poor Jen, though. Poor Jen, I <laughs> it's know. Like if, we, if we're right, like, earlier in the episode, if we were right about, like, everybody at the uh, retreat being part of Intelligentsia, then she's, again, like, losing She's going to be destroyed. She's just never going to trust anybody again. I know. You know. Like, the only person she can, the only people she can trust is her family. Mm-hmm. And she kind of trusts Emil right now. And She does. You know, I think we both agree that he's definitely, you know, he's got some sinister stuff going on. Like, he's Yeah, not, he's got something going on there. Up and up. I mean, for all we know, that whole story about being jolted by an electric fence is made up. He oh, that just... was 100% made up. Yeah. I feel like there was somebody in Intelligentsia that was, you know, messing around with, with his... him, maybe getting yeah. his blood, and, like, he had an accidental, like, partial transformation and, like, quickly, like, drew it back, so it just, like, slightly, like... Um... Broke the thing? Yeah, well, not broke it, but, like, caused it to malfunction because it, like, put a lot of pressure on it for a moment. Yeah, because um, it was he, like forced himself to go back to normal size. Like, yeah, because he had to recalibrate the whole thing again. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Maybe. Um. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, before we end it, I just want to do a giveaway reminder. Uh, so oh, there's yeah. a giveaway announced. Our first giveaway in the uh, She-Hulk episode four episode. Um. So check that out if you want to know the details of it. The one thing I didn't mention in the episode. <laughs> this giveaway you have to find me in person to win it um actually two things i didn't mention um it's going to increase by five dollars the amount uh that uh, you could win for this every week that it goes on claim so it's currently up to 115 dollars um and also no showing up at my house please <laughs> I, I, will, I will not award this to anybody that shows up at my house it's against the rules but yeah the rest of the rules are in the episode check it out if you want to uh if you want to attempt this um and there's gonna be another giveaway our second one we're gonna be doing one every month um for the foreseeable future uh don't know what it's gonna be yet but it's gonna be in our next episode so make sure to uh mm -hmm. check it out and uh it's gonna be uh, uh eligible like everybody is gonna be eligible for this one the last one i was restricting to no friends and family because um, mm. it's a little too easy for them to meet <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, make sure to check it out. I'm going to make sure everybody international and <laughs> local will be able to win the next giveaway. Um, so yeah. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, see you in the next one. We'll be back yeah. next week for She-Hulk episode 8. She-Hulk episode 8. Yeah. Going to be good. All right, catch you next time. See you guys.